Hello, everyone. Welcome to You, Me, Them, everybody. My name is Brandon Weatherby. This episode is about the finale of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars Season 5 with two of my favorite people, Stephanie Haas and Lisa Traeger. I've known both of these women for over a decade, and we've been talking about this show. At least Stephanie and I have been talking about this show for over a decade. Uh, Lisa's knowledge is just as extensive as ours because she is binging it. This is a very, very, very good time to binge watch all of RuPaul's Drag Race and RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars. If you don't know, uh, like most of the queens that have been on RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars, uh, we have a Patreon account. Please consider donating on youmethemeverybody.com. Or if you're listening to this in iTunes or the site, it's in the podcast description. Uh, we're very, very, very pleased with the winner of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars Season 5. And so is Dwayne The Rock Johnson's favorite person, Elizabeth Warren. It's over. Uh, we now know who our sixth queen in the Hall of Fame is. Lisa, are you happy with the results? I Drag am Race? happy. Lisa, did everything you want happened in Drag Race All-Star Season 5 happen? It did, but what's interesting is the week before we all decided we would we wanted Jujube, but even when Shay won, I was thrilled and I understood why. I think mm-hmm. she nailed that performance with ease. Like She didn't look stressed. She wasn't thinking about the moves. She... Definitely demonstrated she killed it. And her her pink dress is one of my favorite things I've ever seen. Yeah. Stephanie. Not just in Drag Race. Stephanie, are you happy with the finale of RuPaul's yeah, Drag Race All-Star I, Season 5? I feel the same. It it brought me back to Shay's original season and like mm-hmm. how good she was. And uh, yeah, it, it, it felt like a very dominant performance. I I am a hundred percent with you too. Uh, the which makes for... was boring though. Uh, but give me a split. Give me a fall. It's just like I, don't I think know. that's why I liked it so much. Oh, you like that there was no fun. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like that Miss Cracker banked everything on one gimmick that didn't work. I love seeing when there's a huge failure Wait, what like was that. Her gimmick, I forget. Her what tits were supposed to explode. Oh, but they didn't. <laughs> I thought it was just confetti or glitter, so I didn't care. But I didn't realize it was a failed pyrotechnic. That's well, incredible. I mean, oh, yeah, I, I, thought, it, say I ex- thought it succeeded. <laughs> oh, really? I thought it was supposed to be like a lot bigger and like something other than just like slowly dripping out glitter where it just seems like <laughs> a bad, like two weeks after pus was there. You know what I mean? Like it's a bad look. Uh-huh. But I love the fact that Shay, who has already demonstrated not 10 minutes prior in the episode that she could do all these amazing moves, is doing like sort of a comedic performance in the finale. Like, I didn't see that coming. I loved it. I didn't realize it was comedic just because it was a wig. No, I mean, it was, she was like sort of doing the robot and like she wasn't. Oh, you're right. I get it. She wasn't doing like crazy stuff that she had already done not 10 minutes prior. And Jujubee was great. And. I, I think Jujubee's runway look was actually better than Shay's, but I like Shay's more. Does that make sense? Oh, Jujubee's was amazing. Jujubee's oh, was awesome, but there was something just like Valentino vintage mm. elegance to Shay that was unreal. Because also, even though Jujubee's was amazing, it looked like similar to Shay's from earlier in the season, the nude cat suit with the glitter of the naked body. Like it was. That's wasn't a good. Yeah, that's that a good original. read. But we all know how this works. Like they brought all of their finale outfits to the show when they went there. So it's not like 
Jujubee saw Shay's outfit five days earlier and was like, that'll be my finale look. Like, that was already preordained. Does that make sense? It totally makes sense. Yeah. I did think Jujubee's final lip sync had more spice than Shay's. Yeah, Shay, I think it might have been an untucked. She said, uh, you know, she wanted to wear... She wanted to wear a gown while when she got the crown. So she was she was choosing to do that versus something that would allow her to move more. In the but what about a gown that's like short in the front? That would that have killed her? I don't know. Yeah, we just saw her cartwheeling across. The, the, she did the like, cruise head, like you're a right, cartwheel you're right, you're midair right. on. I've never even seen that. Come on. Yeah, so no, you proved your dancing skills. This finale, like most every Drag Race finale, be it All-Stars or uh, the, the official original taste, always makes me not, I shouldn't say furious, but just so impressed by the contestants on Drag Race and like so dismissive of people that have been on like America's Next Top Model or Project Runway. Because like, yes, those are not easy shows, but you did one thing and these queens have done everything like condensed on the biggest platform now and it's just it's so impressive every single year it's i don't know how they're getting more polished but they seem to be getting more polished stephanie you've been watching the show as long as i have am i crazy here is this just a weird quarantine thing where i miss society and i'm I'm placing these queens in a higher regard or has there actually been progress over the last decade uh yeah i think they are getting more polished um i think there's still a couple frustrating things, you know, like there's always a couple of Queens who show up not knowing how to sew. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think like the acting skills have gotten better. I think, uh, yeah, people are just a little bit more prepared all around. Lisa, you're sort of playing catch up with this and watching a lot of seasons, uh, very quickly. And so the timeline for you must be very odd. Do you think that, uh, the quality level has uh, been elevated in the most recent edition of All Stars. In so compared to the other All Stars, just in general, because um, I think Stephanie, I've been watching this pretty much like as they're revealed over the last decade plus, right? And if you're like going between like season six and canon versus season one and all stars. And then this season, like it, it might seem scattershot. And I'm wondering if you're able to notice a difference in the 2020 edition of this show versus like the 2015 version of the show. Yeah. If you know what's coming, it's going to be better. And that's like with top chef and project mm-hmm. runway and all of them, like um, they they're bringing better, better things. They know they have to come with a snatch game. Like I do feel they're more prepared, which makes people better. Cause you know, what's coming. Yeah, like they they have what what did we figure it out? Seventeen seasons of the show, whatever to look mm-hmm. back on. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they they know exactly what's coming. They know the challenges. The earlier queens didn't have that benefit. And Do for you... all stars, they're richer. Like when they yeah. come back, like all of them have hopefully you know they have careers, they have more money to spend. Yeah, yeah. Have because I'm watching burnout? Trixie like. Trixie doesn't even look like the Trixie that was on the show. Trixie and All Stars does. Okay. Her makeup has changed a lot, even in the last year or two. Oh, yeah. But but personality and confidence wise, she was, that's the same Trixie from All Stars. Oh, yeah. She's not, she hasn't like changed who she is, but she's refined herself. Yeah. Very well. One of the things I didn't realize until I'd already watched the finale is Cracker has a World of Wonder show 
And, oh yeah, I saw. That's so and, funny. With Stephanie's password. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I haven't noticed. <laughs> yeah, I and didn't watch it. I just saw it. Which makes me wonder, like, what's the point of this for some of these queens? Because, like, you're. I guess the hundred thousand dollars, but like you're going to make more of that with your production deal with world of wonder and future jobs than this one-off competition. It's just, it's so fascinating to me how well, we've this said is- this before, like ahead, drag race over any other show is the losers excel and are celebrity. Like it doesn't matter if you win or not. It's just for the title. Like you can have a, car- a giant career and lose. Yeah. You're getting, you're getting another, bit of time in the public eye you're reminding people of you like then they want to go see you and support you more yeah the the crown doesn't really matter that much this was not an exciting show to me it was a very enjoyable show to me but only because i liked two of the final three and i was going to be happy with whoever went home sorry whoever won and even if cracker won i would have been fine with it i mean it's what it is um were you two happy with the actual show? Not the winner, but the actual like 90 minute presentation of the show. Was it entertaining to you? I'm still mad that that phone call didn't have a payoff. Mm-hmm. The tease in the the previous episode. Yeah. Like what was that supposed to correspond to the Queens coming back, which they showed us 10 seconds later in the preview. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think that's what it was supposed to be. Right. So annoying. I can't. <laughs> yeah, it was ridiculous. So was the show annoying to you, Lisa, or just that one aspect? Um, No, I always love it, but it is like too typical where it's like mm-hmm. they're going to make a video. They're going to go on the podcast. The the critiques aren't are going to be they are going to be super nice and celebratory. And like it is a little predictable, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, same. I yeah, do yeah. like Tatra Call as a judge, and I, I wish he was there every week. Yeah. I like him a lot, and I like that he be like he's mean to them, and I like that. Yes, yes. <laughs> he so loves nice. them, but he expects excellence. I feel like he's similar to what you guys were, what Stephanie was saying about Ross. Like Ross knows these queens from seeing them live years ago, and has expectations. And and Tatra Call definitely has the two versus like the random music producer that no one's ever heard of that's worked with RuPaul on like one eighth of a single. Yeah. He definitely has experience with them. He knows what they could do. It felt like this is it in terms of new RuPaul's drag race for the indefinite future. I Uh, think they're working actually right now. You think they are? Okay. The reason I ask is because the only thing I know that's in production a hundred percent for sure is soap, a certain uh, handful of soap operas in Los Angeles Drag Race is clearly in Los Angeles. There's production clearly in Canada and the UK. This feels like the, something that's somewhat sustainable for VH1 to carry out over the next 18 months or the next year or however long this pandemic goes. And I, I'm i interested to see, if it's a sports analogy, if it's a baseball, if any of these queens lose their fastball. If you can't perform live for people and that's where you are good, once you're on the show and you haven't done something for like a year in front of a crowd, how will that affect you? Well, like, I Lisa, think they're filming right now. They're working they're, right okay. now, I think. But so these it's not queens, a year. Like they haven't maybe worked in five months. But also like Aiden was a bedroom queen and showed up. Sure, sure. But Aiden was never going to win. And you knew that. Yes. But that's so like, like Aquaria, did, I think, didn't perform a lot. I feel like Gigi didn't perform a lot. Like not all of these queens 
have a ton of performance. So you don't think it will be a huge factor where like the first five seasons it was, it would have been a big factor. Yeah. It seems less important and I'm not sure why. Like I don't like for some reason, the Queens who where their storyline is, they haven't performed before Mm they're or they are somehow better now. But also are you just, did you not get the ads? For the uh, the Vegas reality show. That's what I wanted to talk about. <sighs> yeah, I okay, can't wait Stephanie. to watch it. But I wasn't. I was supposed to be out of town anyways. But uh, my girl group of friends, they were gonna go to Vegas to see that show, oh. and I wasn't even watching Drag Race at that point. So I was like, oh, whatever. But now watching the ads for it, I'm like, oh my god, we really missed a huge, amazing show. So, the this is what I'm kind of talking about when I say the cottage industry. I think that's they're going to just essentially re-edit a show that was already on the World of Wonder network, right? That could be because I did. Yeah, don't they have like a Work the World documentary? There's a there's two that... seasons of Work the World. Although that is a different tour. It doesn't matter. That's my point. Like RuPaul has the catalog that like the NFL wishes they had. Yeah. Well. Yeah. And the I think the the Vegas show premiered in like. February or something. Damn. So, so it like barely a- ran. Yeah. This is crazy to me that of all the competition, be it uh, fake sports, real sports, drag race is somewhere in the middle. I feel like drag race is going to be the winner. It's clearly not going to be the MLB. It might be the NBA. Professional wrestling is so weird without a crowd. I think drag race will be like the thing that benefits the most. Like, Five years of popularity slammed into one year. Does that make sense? Uh, no. Why do you think it'll be? Why do you Lisa, what were you doing before the pandemic? What do you mean? What were you doing on a typical Friday night during the before the pandemic? In February, what were you going to be doing on a Friday night? Um, like one to three shows or yeah. on the road. Yeah. Um, probably Soul Cycle in the morning or oh yeah. no, boxing. I would go to boxing at nine. Okay. Um, Stephanie, what would you be doing on a Friday night in February? I'd have dinner too. <laughs> but uh, the point is you're going out. Yeah, I, I'm I'm doing shows. Yeah. I live in Chicago, so I would be inside. <laughs> no, everyone who listens or not, like um my friends are emptying my apartment and I'm like staying here. And um like they're they're gonna send me some of my stuff, and I was like, I don't really need heels or dress. Like if they're mm-hmm. if I'm allowed to wear going out clothes and I'm gonna go somewhere, that means the pandemic's over and I'm the fuck yeah. out of here. You know, yeah. like it is like I'm not doing or going anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Now I feel like of the three of us, I'm the only one that's probably gonna be watching Drag Race live every week during. Uh, the pandemic or without a pandemic and that's only because I'm a new parent and I can't go anywhere no matter what so everyone else's life has changed dramatically mine hasn't so the two of you you're watching this stuff way I'm more than you Saturday in the day even but the point is you're watching it still consistently not necessarily live but very close to live on a weekly basis where I don't know if you'd be doing that if you were doing three shows a Friday night three shows Saturday and oh, two shows I would, Sunday because I mean, I don't know if I would have gotten into Drag Race and without, like, sitting at home. Like, I was ready to binge it. But, like, I mm-hmm. watch Housewives regularly. But that's the thing. You weren't ready to binge it until this hit. Yeah. 
Yeah. Now we're already here. Already a very popular show, though. I don't know. I don't disagree. I don't disagree. I'm just saying I, if I'm into shows, I would still watch. Like Shaws of Sunset was on Friday. I would watch it on Saturdays. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, and without a pandemic, I am also spending a large portion of my weekend, including frequently Friday night, <laughs> binge watching TV. Fair yeah, enough, and now what I watch like TV is Instagram live shows. Like I'm going and watching Z Way or Sydney Washington's show. Mm-hmm. Are there any drag race queens who have Instagram shows that you're enjoying? Um, I caught a little bit of Katya. Kara like texted me that they were going live, but I watched their YouTube show. I haven't gotten into anyone's live shows yet. Stephanie? Yeah, I I do not participate in any live streaming. Lisa, are you enjoying the performing on the Zoom shows? Um, yeah, I'll do anything. Like I'll make a dumb video. Yeah, I'll do anything. Um, and even if I enjoy it, it's not the same level of enjoyment. Yeah. Like I enjoy most things. Like I'm able to. That is a good part of my personality. I'm like fine to adapt. And so, yeah, I enjoy it. I have a good time. I'm going to do some stream thing in a little bit. Like, but it's not, of course, it's not the same. I don't enjoy it more. Stephanie, uh, are you more comfortable seeing your partner every time you go out? Are you, or, or is the stress level just as high as when this thing started? Um, I feel more comfortable with him. I mean, in the for the first month or two, we weren't really touching. Even we would like he would come over, but we would like hug, and he would sit on the other side of the couch. Really? Uh, yeah. Because he's oh, I didn't realize that because he he's has to go to work still, yeah. uh, and it's not like a super you know he works in an office. It's not necessarily the highest risk environment, but but um, you know we were just figured we should take precautions since he was the only person I was seeing. And then uh, when did that change? After after a month or two, I got real depressed. Yeah, just like I was so lonely because I was he was the only person I was seeing, and like I wasn't. There's, you know, when you can't like touch another human being, <laughs> very sad. Yeah. Uh, how how is your depression level right now, Stephanie? One to ten. Ten being uh, you're super super happy. Uh, one being you're Katya and you have to leave production of uh because your <laughs> drug addiction is flared up again. I'd say like five to six. Okay, Lisa. Like I just feel low energy. I don't. Lisa, know. where are you ranking? Um. I don't know. Depression. That's not a feel nothing. I'm there. I'm at a 10. Um, <laughs> no, I'm That's avoiding, not good. I'm avoiding all like true real feeling. It's it, the standards of everything are so twisted. Like, of course I'm fucking depressed. My whole life was snatched away from me, my career, my passion, my home mm-hmm. now that I'm like in a good mood. Cause my dad can walk 12 stairs after heart surgery. So it's like, yeah, I'm in a great mood because Thursday I was in a tragic mood of like yeah. waiting 15 hours to hear if my dad was breathing without a breathing tube. So like the levels are just, the bar is so low to have a good day. It's like, yeah, yay. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. This was going to be my like summer back. Cause I like two summers ago, I got dumped last year. My dad died this year. I was like, I am going to have a summer. And now it's like, okay, well, I got to grill this weekend. So that's <laughs> successful. Yeah. Like, I just, be, I'm like, wow, I have such good friends that care. Like, they sent flowers. It's just, yeah, very, uh, but it is all sad. If you think about anything too long, it's miserable. 
which sort of but ties into Starbucks. Like I've gotten Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> like those are my joys. So you liked iced coffees. We get it. Stop bragging. <laughs> yeah, no more plugs. What I, love. I love iced coffees. Um, I, part of it is nice though, because if you like enjoy uh, more basic things, I don't know. Oh, like, I'll give you a story, to... guys. Ooh, I don't yeah. even know if I texted it to you, but you know, obviously stories are being talked about when someone goes to school. And um, basically I learned that my dad is a chill a child. Um, his dad was at war. World War II. And so the mom took the boys and a horse and buggy to escape the Germans and rode across the country. And my dad got scarlet fever in the buggy and lived. And so I think we're going to be able to get through this. Okay. I don't know if you know how this works. You might be able to get through this because your bloodline is stronger. No, we can all do it. I'm just saying like, if my dad, if they, yeah. Scarlet fever on a buggy escaping Nazis. Like I just feel with life, like we'll be able to get past this presidency and the pandemic and we will be able to, I don't know how this will affect us mentally. We might be hoarders with social anxiety for the rest of our lives or like, who knows? We're going to have problems forever, but I think we're going to get through it. Yeah. That's what I'm worried about. Like, I believe the pandemic will end eventually. I'm not sure what America will look like after it, but I, I am, this is like exacerbated all my worst personality traits where I'm just like angry at every stranger now. Cause I think they're not doing the pandemic. Right. Yeah. Let's bring this back to drag race. <laughs> oh, wait, okay. hold on. I, t- I texted you guys this tweet I saw about RuPaul letting a ship capsize without trying to help. Yes. That's more Stephanie. upsetting than the fracking to me. <laughs> that was more upsetting. Yeah. Ships are very optional. Like, it wasn't like a ship of immigrants coming in. It was like, no, okay, Stephanie, please take over before I sound like a murderer. Uh, yeah, so there, RuPaul has told a story in interviews, and I believe on the podcast, about how she like had an apartment overlooking the Hudson River and looked out one day and saw a boat capsizing and was like, ah, oh, should I call for help? I don't know. I'll just pray for him. Yeah. That's nice. Why would um, he bring it up on interviews? Like, what was his point in that? You know, I, I after you sent that, I Googled this to see if there was, like, some part of the story that I was missing. Because I was like, did he ever tell that story where, um, where like, he knew that somebody already had called for help? And all I could find was, uh, it might have been a BuzzFeed interview where... And, and a discussion on Reddit where people were like, it was clearly a metaphor. He didn't actually mean it. But then you read the interview and it's like, he's talking about the, the, the like, uh, uh, gentrification of gay bars in New York and then tells this story and goes back to the gay bar. Like, it is not a metaphor. <laughs> she gave coordinates. <laughs> but like, okay, let's say, she, what, what's RuPaul supposed to do? She's calling from an apartment, I'm assuming, or a rate. Even though the police aren't um, popular right now, I would at least call nine one one and be like, "Hey, nine one one, go to the ocean for the boat caps." Like, what is RuPaul supposed to do? Well, then they reach. I'm telling you what to do, and you're screaming at me. (laughs) (laughs) You clearly have not watched any of Drag Race. Emergency number. And I would say, hey, there's a boat sinking. I'm sure the right authorities know, but if not, I see it. 
and you dispatch me to co the Coast Guard. Yeah, what are you? Whatever. Maybe I'm just so anti-boat and pro-fracking, all of my RuPaul <laughs> opinions are just completely out of whack. Yeah, because the fracking could get you some energy that you could actually use, but some, some stranger with a boat? What good does that do you? Come on, person with a boat. Sorry. Um, so what we're saying is RuPaul, not a murderer, just an accomplice. Fair? Yeah, in the, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in the like Seinfeld sense of it. Sure, but also RuPaul saved more lives than anyone on that boat ever did. So, come on, what's what's a few what's a few lost people at sea? You I'm know, I'm gonna continue watching. Oh, and I'm not, <laughs> I'm still in love with him. But, um, yeah, I don't, I don't begrudge Ru the the boat capsized. No, the fracking. Yes, the boat. <laughs> no, RuPaul didn't intentionally sink the ship. No, the fracking. RuPaul intentionally collected a check to destroy the Earth. All right, moving on. Um, Untucked for the finale is almost pointless uh, when it comes to All-Stars because the, all three endings are filmed, right? So in this case, all of the queens sort of go home like they just won and or lost. And Shay leaving the show was so not sad, but maybe bittersweet. Uh, same with Cracker and Jujubee, obviously. But the way it's framed, because Shay won, it's like, well, I'm going to miss this place. And not like, oh, my God, there's no jubilation because no one knows if they actually won. And that is the thing that reminded me of stand-up or my show or, or any endeavor. If you don't enjoy the doing of the process, you're never going to be happy. All the acclaim doesn't matter. All the money doesn't matter. Now, it's easy for me to say this because I have no money or acclaim, but it does seem that. No, you have the, to enjoy the journey. Yeah, the journey is the thing. And I do feel like, even if you don't like Cracker, all three of these performers enjoyed the journey in All-Stars. And I think it made it a good quality show. Yeah, I'm thinking Cracker grew as a human. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah, and the, the way that the other queens talk about her, it seems clear that there's something that, we're just not seeing. And if anything, bringing all the other queens back for the essentially like the A segment of the show, it was so clear none of them belong in the finale. Oh. They all got hung up on dumb shit. Even Alexis, who I loved, who I thought had a chance, who I kind of wanted to see win. But like she got hung up on some stupid sabotage thing. No, she has, to, she has to address that because the way that the fandom goes after snakes, like you, you got to nip that shit in the bud. Sure. I get that. But that that's just proof that like I was, I was never, I wasn't ready to win. Like I couldn't have won. It's not possible. I don't, I don't see the connection. This is where I think the, the Trixie in all stars three comes in when, uh, the person that wins, all of the challenges leaves and Trixie's like, great. Okay. Bye. I'm going to win now. That's the attitude I want to see. You know what I mean? Yeah. I yeah. But her reputation is being tarnished. I'm sorry. Please say that again, Lisa. I didn't see Trixie's all stars yet that season. And I think it's, but even still, I think it's so weird. Ben de la Creme left. Like I don't get it. It's so yes. weird. Yes, it is weird. It doesn't make any sense. It was so shocking. But Trixie's like, 
not, Trixie's reaction to it, that's a winner, baby. That's what I want to see. That's the exact same attitude Shay and Jujube and Cracker had. That's most every winner on this show. It's just like, yeah, I know what I'm here for. I'm going to win. I like, I don't care about feelings. Like I want everyone to do well, but at the end of the day, this is what I'm here. And, well, and that I was very from clear. the fandom that people think Shangela should have won. Do you guys share that? That is. I haven't I, seen it. I'm I don't know. Watch it yeah. Shangela did amazingly. Um, she definitely like had the best track record, but I also love Trixie. So I just wanted her to win. So I, I feel like I can't be objective about it. Shangela deserves a Lifetime Achievement Award, similar to like a David Lynch or a Susan Lucci. Like you've been nominated so many times and you've changed the game for so many people and you've crossed over. You were in the best picture or almost best picture one year. Like Shangela is that important and didn't need it. And also Trixie had more uh, involvement with World of Wonder. So Trixie definitely deserved it because she knew how the business works. So I would have been 100% happy with Shangela winning, but I wanted Trixie to win because Trixie's maybe the only drag musician who makes good music. Well, RuPaul. Once again, Trixie's the only drag race musician. No, RuPaul's songs it. are fun. but yeah. What else do you want from music? Did you listen to all of RuPaul's songs? Yeah, I have the essential playlist. Okay, you have the essential playlist. You don't have Starbody or so like don't Supermodel. Everything's got to be a boogie. banger. Don't be jealous of my boogie. I love that one. You, I would rather have a Trixie B-side than a RuPaul B-side any day of the week. Sure, Maybe. but there's place for both. I oh, yeah, for Trixie sure. When I'm on the bus and I want to stare wistfully out the window, I listen to RuPaul when I need to get amped up. Mm-hmm. And Stephanie and Lisa, you know me. What do I want? Do I need to get amped up more or do I need to be <laughs> super depressed and wallow in it? Give me that Trixie stuff. Put it in me. I, that's what I want. Yeah, you got to be taken down. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this up. Lisa, Drag Race All-Stars season six. Are there any queens? Are there any one? Is there any one queen that you would love to see back in All-Stars? It could be a previous winner. It could I be would so- love Heidi in closet. Yeah, I would like that too. Stephanie, you're one pick. Oh God, I can't think of anybody right now. I mean, I want to see Heidi, but I want to see her in like three seasons. And so, like Drag Race also season eight. Yeah, seven or eight, because like. If they start filming in the fall, she's going to have no performance time. Yeah, that's interesting because of the pandemic. But she was killer in performance. Yeah, but she needs like she needs to make some money to get some new costumes. She needs to. So then I would say Gigi, if we're going with that like frame of mind. I'm sorry I'm doing the season 12 queens, but. Why? Don't apologize. There's no wrong answer. No, I'm I'm glad that. Oh, in my education. Fresh in your mind giving my mom um, a drag, you know, drag tutorial real quick. Um, when I showed her Jada, she was like floored before I even said that was the winner. Like she fucking was like, of course. <laughs> she was like, so That's awesome. Jada. <laughs> yeah. Did you tell her that she's a Milwaukee queen and it's not that far of a drive from Skokie? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I mean, I mean, you got, you got time. Your dad might like a road trip is all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
We got to go honk outside Jada's house. Well, Wisconsin's on our quarantine list now. Is it really? Just got added today. Congratulations, guys. <laughs> we can't leave. Uh, here's my contra- not controversial pick because there's no. I just made up this question. I want to see Lady Bunny on oh Drag God. Race. Maybe yeah. not as a contestant, but as a host or judge or something. Because why hasn't she been a judge? That seems so weird. I don't. I think she said a few cameos. Is that right? Yeah, she was like in a in a casket, and they had to roast her. Yeah, <laughs> but Lady Bunny is top before Drag Race easily top five most influential drag queens of all time. It's like RuPaul Divine, maybe Lady Bunny, yeah, and then others, right? Dame Edna, yeah. Who else is even in there? I'm sure there's a bunch of black ones that we don't know about. Name one. Oh, I don't know. I'm, I don't know. Like, Paris is burning, right? Like, I don't know. Well, yeah, that's the thing about Paris is burning. Like, AIDS fucking destroyed so many communities. Like, they never got their time. Like, you need to have this track record just to build the, the time. And, like, that's why RuPaul's career is just, like, gobsmackingly impressive. Because before her, like, the longest running one was Divine, right? And that's about it, right? So, not having, like, sort of having Lady Bunny in this canon is, like, always an interesting to me but i would love to see a lady bunny season where it's like all a bunch of these internet girls that have no idea who lady bunny is and she just destroys all of them they know as a joke i think lady bunny wouldn't like i don't think i think rupaul probably respects her too much to have her play in the game but i has there ever been another drag queen judge it's a good question has there been I don't think so. I don't think so. Maybe that's, that's maybe why I want to see it. Yeah, we got to do some research. Why hasn't Lady Bunny appeared in a? Actually, that's a good twist oh, for All Star. Oh no, sure six All Star season six. All the judges, other than Michelle and Ross, all the guest judges should be former winners. Well, there people have been clamoring for an all winners season for a long time, and I think. Just about everyone has said they would do it, including Bianca. Really? She said if everyone else does it, she will. Ooh, that's news to me. But Tyra doesn't, but Tyra wouldn't Tyra do it. Tyra wouldn't do it. Yeah. Why? She quit drag and I think she's pretty much, like she got banned from DragCon drag for um, calling in a bomb threat. Whoa. Who hasn't called in a bomb <laughs> threat to DragCon? I haven't. I haven't. I want to make that very clear. I think that's a horrible thing to do. Don't do that. Overall, are you glad you watched Drag Race All-Stars Season 5, Lisa? Of course. And now it just hit me this will be our last one. Yep. Stephanie, are you happy that you watched? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, me too. Me too. This has been a super dark time and... um, I'm really glad about the people that won. I'm actually really happy with the final three. I'm glad that this show is so dominant on a super mainstream network. And I do think that this season will help. Uh, it's a weird thing that I'm rooting for a brand, but I think it'll help the brand expand even more. And uh, I'm very much looking forward to season 13, probably more than any season since All-Stars 3, actually. Um, 
not having regularity in anything makes this show so much more important. And talking to you is, is, is usually have been a delight. Um, I'll also I would love, just text you please. guys on drag race memes. Oh, please do. Yes, absolutely. Uh, if it's, if it's okay with the both of you, I would love to do this again after the finale of Canada's drag race, uh, a definitely inferior product that I am enjoying immensely. Of course. I can't wait to talk about queen Jimbo. I love Jimbo. <laughs> I I do, I do too. No, I but love I always Jimbo. turn on the queens that like they had a theme and then Jimbo just changed it. Couldn't give a shit about his like. Yeah, Jimbo was not was great like, this week. I'm doing this and that's that without even being like, how about you get you know like I don't like that. That's I don't like non-team players. Yeah. Oh, we're very different people. Uh, <laughs> I like winners and um, Jade is a winner and a team player. Like you can. You that's an have... exception to the rule. Also, Canada is different than the a uni- team player. Okay. That's an exception to the rule. <laughs> and that's why none of these Queens would ever make it on the original drag race. Um, no, I, I will not pre on. I don't want Jimbo to win. Who's your, who's your pick as of right now? Canada's drag race. I'll say Priyanka. Yeah. Stephanie? I don't know. I'm going Lemon. Oh, no. You know what? Rita Baga. Okay. Okay. Yes, that's my second. You're right, Steph. I like Rita Baga a lot. Final observation about Canada's Drag Race. It is interesting that someone that never won Drag Race anything will be crowning Canada's Drag Race. Brooklyn never won. No, but that's though. that's why there are two other hosts on that show. So the, the, that's why they have to cut three checks instead yeah. of one because well, Brooklyn never won. Actually, they don't even Brooklyn isn't even hosting. Like they are all judges, and the guest is the host. Oh yeah, that's right. So I do you think Rue will they've come all gone in? into the workroom? Yeah, like Rue might come and crown them. That would be awesome. I really hope Rue crowns them. Like. To never make an appearance, RuPaul. That's not nice. You, I hope she comes. It's not RuPaul's Drag Race. It's Canada. Justin Trudeau will definitely crown the winner. <laughs> oh, did you guys see that Elizabeth Warren sent Shay well wishes on Twitter? No. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, my pick for president. I'm a loser. Uh, wished Shay uh well wishes, and that made me very very happy. Was she your pick because her favorite show is uh? The Rock series. Ballers. <laughs> it's Ballers, yeah. She loves The Rock and Houston Rockets basketball. Like, of course she's my pick. <laughs> also, she's a Harvard professor uh, that stands on the right side of history. So, yeah, that's why she was my pick. I'm not a fucking idiot. Well, I mean, I'm an idiot in terms of, like, I knew she was never going to win. And... American, American. Yeah, that's how we're going to end this. <laughs> <laughs>